redid this. We gotta redo this. We gotta redo this. They oh, not I lost it. I looked over. I can't deal with this. Welcome to Fluent Grace, a podcast for students about speaking the gospel into the everyday, ordinary stuff of life. You've got questions, we've got answers. Or at least we'll search the scriptures and see how the gospel of grace should inform in response to the questions you have. We love Jesus and we love students, and we hope students will grow to love Jesus more as they encounter Jesus' amazing love for them. Our music for the show is Felix Kolpa by King's Kaleidoscope. What's happening, podcast world? We are back with the Fluent Grace podcast. <laughs> it's been so long, we legit have forgot how to do this. We have no clue what's going on. Tyler, the the, the red thing in front of you is a microphone. Dude, it just sounded like we were doing like a jazz. <laughs> Hello, podcast world. Crank up your tunes, get your java, and let's kick back. We could do that. Let's do a... Uh, what do they call them? A, uh, well, not an option. What do they call the uh, spinoff? Spinoff podcast. The Jazz Hour with Fluent Grace. Mm. It could just be Tyler leading it the whole time. Mm. Hello. <laughs> Continue. Keep going. This is good. I'm enjoying this. All right, Colin. Jump in there. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, knows. so if we're going to do that, we have to have distinguishing um, genres. So if Tyler is jazz, what do we think Colin needs to be? <laughs> Pro wrestler. <laughs> I was thinking. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I was thinking like you know maybe alternative or heavy metal DJ. Heavy metal. Heavy yeah. metal. I had I didn't pay for bro country. <laughs> bro country. Well, that's too easy though. Yeah. He is bro country. This in, is in you all know. the definitions. I am bro country. Yeah. But we'll go heavy metal. We'll yeah. just start screaming into the mic and. All right, so here we go. Y'all may want to turn your volume down for this. Maybe put in some earplugs. Colin, Cheryl, everybody, with heavy metal. Heavy metal, yep. (laughs) 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 You know what that reminded me of? Those screaming goats. (laughs) That's what heavy metal sounds like to me. Let's just get some really loud electric guitars. Let's just get some... Screaming goats singing into some mics. Uh, haven't y'all missed this? Haven't y'all missed this? Uh, you know, we may legit have no listeners at this point, but... Um, they, 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 we're out of here. Hey, what countries do we have hanging in there, Tim? I don't know. I haven't even looked since three months ago when we did this. So, you know, some the, listeners in Lithuania? How do you say that country? Lithuania? Lithuania? I don't think we've hit that yet. I, we have uh, we actually did record a podcast uh, since the last one we published, but it was unable to be published for a variety of reasons. Colin was too explicit. Just tell him how it is, Tim. Well, I was trying to you know trying to be a little nice, throw him under the bus too hard. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so what we talked about there that never got recognized, uh, we did have some listeners from Iran and from Canada and from Guyana. Kiana. Where's that, Colin? That's right. 
We're just going to repeat all the appropriate sections of the all last the podcast. Appropriate I remember that part. I remember that part. Yeah, that was a good part. Y'all uh, jumped on me on that part and shouldn't have, but it's casual. Guiana. That's part of why we can't publish that podcast is because we jumped a little too hard. Uh, so anyway, thank you for listening, if you are listening, in fact, because this is episode number 40, which is a big deal. 40. 40. Lordy, lordy. man it's been too long we're rough (laughs) yeah uh so 40 episodes here we go that we have been doing this for a year and a half uh minus the three months we just took off so uh 40 episodes year and a half i'd say for a you know a group of goobers oh my goodness (laughs) dollar's choking up crystal burgers over here uh you know, for a uh, bunch of goobers who have no idea what they're doing and hawk loogies in the middle of podcast, <laughs> like the fact that we've made it this long, uh, I'd say that's pretty dang good. Yeah, we haven't so, been kicked off the air yet. Uh, no, we haven't been uh, censored by Apple or anything if like that. If we'd have published that last podcast, we, might have. we probably would have got kicked off the air. What are we talking about today, Tim? I'll be honest, I have absolutely no idea. I walk into this podcast with no plan. And so you guys, as the listeners, are just going to get to enjoy hearing us decide what we're going to talk about and then talk about it. We, we must make note, though, you know, when uh, the three of us plan on doing a podcast, it's normally Tim texting in the group chat, we got to do another podcast. That's very true. And then very true. I, Colin, give out, all right, I'm free here. Tyler gives out, yeah, I might be able to make it, but then we, like, plan on it for a certain you know day and time and then like 10 minutes before tyler's like yeah i'm not gonna be able to make it but 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 today actually yesterday tyler's like when are we gonna do a podcast and it just blew me and tim away that's That's the reason we are here today folks so if you appreciate the fact that you're listening to us right now send tyler a message that says tyler we love you we appreciate you you're our favorite Please make sure Tim and Colin mm-hmm. always do podcasts. You can you can do that message through PayPal. <laughs> the email is tyler.lafoy at gmail.com. Is PayPal still a thing, though? Or are we all... I don't know. Everybody's Venmo. like, you got Venmo. I don't yeah. do, I'm don't. i not doing Venmo, man. Yeah. Not doing it. Dude, I, I look at my phone, and I feel like every day there's a message that says, so-and-so thanks you for your Venmo donation. I'm like, what? You have Venmo? <laughs> I do have Venmo. I don't use it, though. My wife uses it. And so, boy, that money's flying. It's like I'll get $4 and send 5 and then I'll get 7 and send 23 I'm like, my goodness, what's going on here? How's Ubering going? I saw you had your Uber sticker. I do. I, uh, I Ubered Colin to lunch yesterday. Nice. I did. Uh, he didn't pay me anything. We like to call it the COVID cab these days. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty yeah, good. has Uber sent you any, like, guidelines for, like, hey, if you're going to drive, you got to wear this hazmat suit or anything? Yeah, um, actually, they have. So, obviously, it, you you got to mask up. Uh, driver and passengers have to be masked. And they check up on you by, like, at the beginning of your drive, you have to take a selfie with your, with your mask on <laughs> and upload it to Uber. Oh, you should put I'm like not a, lying. You should put a gas mask on. Send it to him. Full hazmat suit. I'm just going to do, like, the next time I drive Uber, I don't know when that'll be. I'm just going to cover my face with my hands and be like, hey, <laughs> face is covered, folks. Uh, do they give you guidelines for your passengers? Um, yeah, I mean, 
Like yeah. don't let them smooch in the back seat or anything like oh, that? Oh, no, that's fair game. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fair game. You know, wear a mask, but tonsil hockey's okay, folks. <laughs> Student podcast, folks. Student podcast. None of that is allowed. I will say, speaking of, though, we added a new rule to our uh, list of student rules here. <laughs> student rules. This is going to be fun. Yeah, student rules. And it comes directly from a MD himself. Because, you know, little background, we were at, um, at out at the lake with a bunch of students. And so I asked him, you know, in your professional opinion, what do we need to be considering related to all things COVID right now? Since we're outdoors, we're at the lake, you know, we're swimming around, you know, what do you tell us as a professional doctor as to what we should be considering? His rule was this. He said, look, as long as you're not kissing, you're okay. So that's the new rule. No kissing. Simple. I don't know why that hasn't been a rule sooner. I'm not going to lie. pretty easy. I mean, I think it's kind of implied, but at the same time, it's like, hey, let's let's just go ahead and put it in uh, written stone. That's right. So if you're listening to my voice and you're a student who comes to any of our church events, just be aware that is now officially on the rule books. <laughs> no kissing. All right, here we go. For everybody's favorite segment, the old rant sesh. And now, for everyone's favorite part of the show, the part where Tyler complains... Tim grumbles, and Colin just sits there and laughs. It's time for another Fluent Grace rant sesh. Enjoy. I am sending y'all a picture right now. I want you to take a good look at this picture. What in the world? What in the world? This, folks, is a social media post. From somebody connected with the LSU Tigers. Because here's the deal. We rip on Mississippi pretty regularly. Uh, we're going to move one state to the west here um, because, and we'll put this up on our social medias, I am looking at a set, or a family, a mom, a dad, a son, a daughter, all in matching LSU pajamas. And these aren't just your standard, like, hey, we've got some purple and gold going on here. These have Christmas trees and mooses. A seasonal print, Tim. Seasonal. Look at Tyler coming. It's a seasonal print. There you go. LSU seasonal print pajamas. So here's the question. Would you ever wear matching pajamas of any kind and have your picture taken and posted for all to see? Is this your rant topic or is this just a question? This is just a question, but I will then rant on the fact that some people actually do this. So the question is, would I wear pajamas and have my photo taken? Matching pajamas with the rest of your family. Mm. How much money am I getting for this, Tim? Zero dollars. Then there's zero chance that that would happen. (laughs) Colin, you'll have to, you know, look into the future a little bit here. Yeah, yeah. Choose your answer carefully, Colin. Years. This could determine whether or not you get to the point of being able to do this with a family. Mm. How you answer this question? Shoot. Um, you know what? Hey, let's just go for it. Let's all match. Let's take <laughs> the coolest pictures with a photographer yeah. and fake snow because we live in Alabama. And uh, let's let's wear all these pajamas. And I mean, hey, I I have to give them this. They are you know a team based pajama. It's not like a 
like you know a three year old's pajamas. So at least you have some pride in your team here. So you there there Alabama. can be no pride in this right here. You I, give me some Alabama there. Hey, let's just go for it. This family looks like uh, one of those families off a horror movie that are serial killers. <laughs> they just look creepily happy. Happy. Yeah. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, hey, we just killed ten people. Yeah. And the, shove them in a basement. The teenage boy looks super awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the girl who is I don't know what'd you say ten eleven, I mean she looks a little mischievous and the dad's just like hey this is my idea. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how a brown headed guy and a blonde headed woman made a ginger headed girl. I can't quite figure that one out yet. We're not going to go down that rabbit trail right now. I will say this, Colin though, your answer was the absolute correct answer for a loving boyfriend to give. Yes. Yep. For those of us right. who have already crossed the threshold into marriage, it's a big old negative. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> and I actually, we actually had this conversation the other day, uh, myself and Carly did, because she threw out a particular set of pajamas just as a joke, and it was a big old negative. Like, this is not happening. Um, Here's a question, Tim. If we did a pajama company called Honest Pajamas, college print edition, what would be on Alabama's seasonal pajama print? <laughs> Honest edition. Well, there would not be any uh, face coverings. <laughs> there would probably be alcohol involved. And you've got to have like somebody holding up like 17 fingers all with rings on them. Mm. Mm. That's true. Roll tide. And a salt life sticker. Yeah. Because they go to Gulf Shores one time a year. Sure. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Living that salt life. So anyway, for those who have gotten into the we're all going to wear matching pajamas game, as we are coming up to the holiday season, I would respectfully request that you just say no. Yep, agreed, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Next, who's up next? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What's our next topic, Tim? All right, I never have a rant, (laughs) ever. They always put me on the spot, and I never can come up with one. So, I tried to find a rant throughout my daily life. So, y'all are probably going to be like, why the heck are you ranting about this? But, for those few out there that are OCD like myself, y'all are going to connect with this. You know those rugs that are in front of, y'all have rugs in your house in front of the doorway, in front of the sink? Welcome mats. Welcome mat. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. People that go out and spend, I don't know, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty dollars on a seasonal welcome mat—that just drives me crazy. Mm. I don't know That's why, fair. but it's just That's like, fair. hey, you're gonna go out and spend twenty, thirty, forty dollars on a welcome mat. People are gonna wipe their muddy, dirty, yucky shoes on, mm-hmm. and your and beautiful like- orange pumpkin spiced rug is. Well, it's like, so if you're doing it around Christmas time, you put, you know, the baby Jesus in a manger on your welcome mat, and then you just wipe your muddy boots on there. <laughs> exactly. It's like, what are we that's, actually communicating mm, right now? That's the most pagan thing. I agree. Mm. I agree. Colin, fantastic topic. Let's Thank go. you for spending time thinking about this over the past three it's a million months. million dollar business idea if you want to tackle it. Pagan uh, mats. <laughs> there you go. Wipe your feet on them. Yeah. Since we know Tyler doesn't have anything for this. Which is 100% true. Let me throw out something else. What are y'all's thoughts on the Christian version of secular companies? 
Give me an example. Let me give you an example. <laughs> so we're all familiar with YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. The video platform online to where you can watch literally anything you want. Well, they also have this thing. Um, I don't know if it's still around, but they used to have it back in my day called GodTube. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. To where it's all Christian no videos. Tyler. Tyler. Was that created by a homeschool network? I'm sure it was. <laughs> Most likely. 100%. I'm out of that, I'm out of that lit realm. Man. So oh, yeah. that's as an example. Um, there are some more examples, such as I heard this one the other day. Who all on this podcast has a Facebook account? I do. I, I do, do, Tim. Okay. So we're three for three. We even have a Facebook page for our podcast. Go follow us on the socials. Oh, yeah. What are those, Tim? Shout out Fluent Grace Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And Twitter? No, no Twitters. <laughs> no Twitters. But here's the deal. Did you know there is a Christian version of Facebook? Christian Mingle? <laughs> oh, that's another good example. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, Christian version of Facebook. Anybody want to throw out a guess of what it's called? This is a real thing, real deal. Uh, Imago Day social media site. <laughs> I'm going to go with no. the Lord's Book. Huh? That's not bad. Uh, that's incorrect. It is called... The, the Lamb's Book of Life, is that what it is? <laughs> no. Uh, drum roll, please. Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. Communion. That also sounds pagan, too. Yeah, I'm kind of... <laughs> so, those being my two examples, how do y'all feel about Christian versions of secular companies? I just want to talk about Christian Mingle for a little bit. <laughs> but I mainly want to hear what y'all have to say first. <laughs> Come on, Colin. Yeah, I was going to say, the one person who is not currently you know, wearing a wedding ring needs to be the one to talk about tell us, this. Tell us about your experience on there, Colin. <laughs> well, I started on Farmers Only. And, uh, that didn't work. <laughs> I will say this. Coming from a man who has dated a girl for almost four, over four and a half years, and we met in high school type deal, I've never had to venture into the dating website world or you fill in the blank on how you're trying to meet people. Um, So I don't have hardly any experience whatsoever. But, I I mean, (laughs) one thing is I just laugh at all of them. Because it's like, Christian Mingle. Like, really? You're going to go onto a website and say, here I am putting myself out there to the world, but I'm a Christian at the same time. I don't know. I mean, it, and that's, again, that's not very educated in uh, comment there at the same time. So I will say this in all fairness. I have two really close friends, uh, both of whom are happily married, and both of them met their wives through dating apps or websites or something. I don't know which ones it were, was. I don't know if it was Christian Mingle. I don't know if it was like, plenty of fish in the sea or whatever right whatever whatever it's gonna be called i don't know (laughs) oh next game is gonna be good names for uh christian dating websites that's true solomon's array (laughs) next keep going i'm sorry oh yep so many things right now (laughs) no concubines allowed know what what does it look like to have a profile on one of these pages i like the left behind movies with kurt cameron not the nicholas cage garbage 
Uh, I like well, my Frank Petretti novels. <laughs> <laughs> I burned my Rob Bell books two years ago. That's a, oh, that's a solid profile addition um, uh, <laughs> right there. You know, <clears throat> if you're going to be on Christian Mingle and you are still putting book critiques for Rob Bell, <laughs> you ain't getting selected. You're in the wrong place. Uh. Uh-uh. Go to Pagans R Us. <laughs> Buy your doormats here, folks. <laughs> All right, so here's the question. If you had to come up with a Christian version of a secular company, what would you come up with? Christian version. What's the secular company, and what would be the Christian version of it? <laughs> so Christian... So we're just doing a Christian name on a secular company, or a... yeah, pretty much. Okay, just a Christian version of secular company. Come on, Colin, what you got? <laughs> You're putting me on the spot here. When I get put on the spot, I don't think clearly through these things. Oh. So what I got is, we know how bad Twitter is, and we know how much y'all don't like it, but we know at the same time that pastors, you know, when they're going through their, I don't know, daily, weekly pastor life. They're constantly seeing these, shall we call, nuggets of just good information. So the app is going to be called Preter. (laughs) And your preacher is going to send you a notification just randomly throughout the day of just this random nugget that he has found in his very Christian living life. Preter sounds way too creepy, bro. (laughs) I'm not getting on that app. It sounds like something folks who wear matching pajamas would get on. What you got, Tim? Uh, how about how about burning bush long care service giving a positive spin to arson? Oh, solid, solid choices. I would way rather choose the burning bush than like Jerry's lawn care. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm just trying to think of some good ones. i got all kinds of stuff going around in this crazy wild ride of my brain. <laughs> oh. So like Google, right? You got Google out there. Google is apparently a really big number. Well, the biggest number in Scripture is eternity. You know, So just call it all of eternity. <laughs> call it, we could do Jeremiah's call center where nobody wants to listen to you. <laughs> Get rejected daily. <laughs> <laughs> or what about Zoom? What would we call Zoom? Zoom's pretty big right now. Oh, Zoom. Hmm. Give me a second on that one. And now for a commercial break. Mm-hmm. Zoom. Hmm. Brought to you by Christian Mingle. <laughs> for real, Christian Mingle, if you want to sponsor this podcast, you can PayPal me at Tyler.Lafoy at gmail.com we have given you plenty of shout outs and we have a student audience who might need to someday use Christian Mingle so not that we suggest it or you know necessarily and if that don't work out with you check out Colin's app Preter Preter oh Preter it's even worse (laughs) Preter sounds like Predator that's not what we're going for here Why do we not do these every week? I've officially lost it at this point. 
<laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Do one off of a off of temptation. Which uh, what what um service would you do, or what would you call it? <laughs> off of temptation. Yeah, off of off of Satan's temptation. David's. <laughs> what pro- what product would you do? Actually, you need to cut that out. Just cut this whole part out. You need to cut that out. All right, back to Zoom. What are we calling Zoom? Zoom? What are we calling Zoom? Zoom. The quiet whisper. The last <laughs> meeting. You would call it the upper room. That would be the Christian. There you version. go. The Boom. upper room. Solid. That's good. Mm-hmm. Solid choice. Room. Yep. This segment has been brought to you by the upper room. <laughs> you never know when it's going to work or when it's going to get crazy. Maybe the person next to you on your computer screen is a friend. Maybe they will betray you and try to kill you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Maybe they'll deny you three uh, times. What kind of business would Judas have? Uh, Are you bogged down by tax season? <laughs> uh, you know, you got Jackson Hewitt. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking yeah, more Judas of like Iscariot. I was thinking more of like buck knives or something. Get stabbed in the back <laughs> by this jerk. <laughs> or pagans are us. I mean, take your pick. That's true. I feel like he would make uh, floor mats. Welcome, Matts. <sighs> All right. That, folks, has been the rant session. Do we have anything else? <laughs> I have all kind of things. Half of not appropriate to bring up. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. This is not a topic yet, but let me throw this out because I've been thinking about this over the past few weeks, months, while we haven't been doing a podcast. <coughs> I mentioned semi and just a, uh, like a spinoff podcast idea. What if we did this in order to get us more uh, uh, podcast submissions? You preach a pretty good bit, don't you, mm-hmm. Tyler? All right. Uh, I preach every now and then. Colin, maybe one day maybe one you'll day. get in the preaching world. Yep. What if we had... can't wait for that. <laughs> can't wait. I'm going to be there front row. What if... So, like, this podcast is fairly... Right? We just spent a long time ripping on... LSU pajamas and, and preachers and preachers. So, in in order to provide some you know good deep theological content, what if we had a spinoff podcast called Fluent Grace Preaches, where we just submit the audio files of our most recent sermons? Mm. What would you say? Mm. What would you say to that preacher? Mm. That's what I'd say. Mm. What What exactly does that mean? Uh, it's open for interpretation. It's like the message trans, uh, paraphrase. <laughs> you never know what that, what it means. All right, so I interpreted that as a yes. So every time Tyler preaches, he will send me his audio file, and we will upload it, and we will call it Fluent Grace Preaches. I've already uploaded them there on Vimeo.com. Perfect. So we'll, in church. we'll steal it from Vimeo, and we'll post it to the podcast. There you go. So there you go. If you want some good, deep, theologically rich content from the preachers of the show, you can check out Fluent Grace Preaches, which is actually going to be all up under the same, right? You don't have to download another podcast or anything. It's all going to be the same. My second thought for a potential spinoff podcast is um, like a short five-minute submission, and any of us can do it, but basically it is, like so for me, it would just be called Tim Talks. 
mm-hmm. for five minutes. Mm-hmm. That flows good. It does flow good. That flows good. It doesn't. I mean, it flows a lot better than Colin talks. But yeah. what would Colin Colin talks, I mean, What would be Colin's? I don't know, Colin. What would be yours? I don't know. Colin cooks. <laughs> so so as Colin cooks his meal, he teaches us something. There you go. Colin creates. Colin chat. No, that doesn't work. I'm sorry. <laughs> Colin. So anyway, those are my ideas for potential spinoffs for the Fluent Grace podcast. What do y'all think? I like it. Sounds good. Tyler, would you ever actually submit a five-minute just you talking about something important? I don't know. <laughs> Colin, would Tyler ever do this? Highly doubt it. No, not happening. I'm just saying, I wish my name was Chris so I could do Chris's crystals. And <laughs> and we just sit at crystals and I eat crystals. And I talk to you about how good the crystals are. That, that would, be, would be awesome. Why don't you go do that and we will loop it into this podcast. Oh, that would be good. I might do that. There you go. I think we could do that. Most definitely. That would be entertaining. We need to record at crystals one day. That would be good. All right, here we go. Uh, topic, real topic. Uh, we are coming up on... We're not coming up on it. We're in the middle of it. Y'all know where we're going with this? Oh, boy. Uh-huh. The Sorry, political season. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what your personal political views are, whether they're on one side of the spectrum or the other. If we're following Jesus, we should all have a gospel-focused view of our political situation. So, what does that look like for us here now, especially for students who really, let's be honest, if you're a student, I really don't think you've spent a whole lot of time doing the necessary research into a bunch of political candidates. What you do is you see what's on social media and you just kind of copy and paste. Dangerous. (coughs) True. was dangerous too. So, uh, what would we? What would be our um, contribution uh, to that discussion as we are in the political season? I would say first and foremost that we have to remember um, that when we are on social media, no matter what it is—Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, MySpace, whatever you're doing—that um, the way that you um, portray yourself. And the way that you, you know, by posting stuff, sharing stuff, even liking and commenting on stuff, um, can be and will be, I will say, uh, taken in the wrong way by some people. Um, and that's, Nick, it's very dangerous. Um, because if you're going to live a gospel-centered um, life, you're going to admit to the world and say that, hey, I'm a Christian, you are immediately going to um, be looked at differently as you should be. And so you have to be extremely careful on your social medias and you have to be hesitant and you have to be fully understanding of what you are liking, commenting, sharing, posting. So that would be my first point. Second point would be, I think that we had the debate the other night and I think that The majority of everyone who had any idea of what was going on would agree that it was not that good. And we would agree that whether we agree with one candidate more than the other, everyone was saying that they really didn't think that the whole debate was that beneficial. Um, And so I think we have to remember that we are all sinners in need of 
a savior. And we are all on a level playing field, so to speak. And so I say that to also say not to idolize politicians, not to put politicians at a higher level than what they should be. Um, Because we do live in a republic where they're supposed to be, you know, just one of us, but working more in the government area. So don't idolize politicians. That's what I would have to say in regards to political season for students. Because they will always let you down. Yep. And taking it out of the political realm, your leaders will always let you down. That could be a spiritual leader. That could be a organizational leader. They're going to let you down at some point. So I think your point is very well presented, and it works really well in the political arena, but it also works well in every aspect of life. You know, when we try to place someone at the summit, essentially, right, they're the top dog, um, and we do idolize them, that's not the place we need to be. And we will be let down, and it will then... Well, I say it will then. It has the potential to then shake our very core, our faith, our um, belief and trust in others. It can damage relationships, all these different things, all because what do we do? We put too much importance on a human being who was in a leadership position. I concur. I mean, I would say the only thing that that I keep coming back to after watching the the circus clown show the other night on TV um, is that politicians and politics make terrible gods, terrible gods. And so I just, my brain just kept going back to Hebrews 13. And so, you know, 2000 years from now, there's only going to be one King and one kingdom that's still remaining in Hebrews 13 chapter verse eight. I think it is. It says that he, this king remains the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't un, he doesn't waver. He doesn't change. He doesn't he doesn't stretch truths. He doesn't lie. He doesn't have to cover um, garbage and all that stuff. He he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's what you have to hold on to as a believer. I mean, King Jesus, um, he's the one that rules it. He's the one that's going to be ruling it. And I mean, politicians are, you know, I mean, you can't ignore what Paul says in Romans, you know, to pray for our leaders and um, submit to governing authorities. But at the end of the day, they're not God. And they make terrible gods. I mean, our country loves to worship them, man. And it's it's bad. And that's why there's such, there's such divisiveness and division, because we're worshiping idols. So. That's a good point. We, uh, we had this uh, discussion around this last night with some of our students. And one of the questions I threw out was... <clears throat> Right, you mentioned Romans 13, and uh, in Romans 13, it talks about how all authority has been given us by God and essentially ordained and set up by God. So what do we do with authorities that are over us that do not seem to be someone that God would have put there? Does that make sense? So like whoever you are politically inclined to follow— that was on the debate stage the other night. I think we would all agree that neither one of them are necessarily the upstanding role models that lead people to Jesus. So regardless of who ends up winning the debates and winning the election and becoming the president and being leader of the United States of America, 
if we're following Jesus and if we believe the Bible, we have to also believe that God ordained that to happen, and he set that up to happen. So how do I reconcile that with the fact that I don't agree with anything that particular person does or says or the politics of his leadership? How do I reconcile those two things? So how do you reconcile what the Lord has ordained versus... Um, with the fact that what he has ordained is seemingly real bad. I mean, it's just my opinion. He might be ordaining something so terrible so we take our eyes off our navels and look to him. So That's exactly what I was getting at. Um, so, I mean, it's it's yeah. the whole... It's the Psalm... What is it? Psalm 20, Psalm 26? I can't remember. It's in the Psalms in the 20s. And Just the, read all of them yeah, and you'll get they're there. They're really good. Yeah. Um, the psalmist says, you know, some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but our hope is in the Lord our God. So I think for a long time, America's been trusting in chariots and horses. And so this might be a good season for us to realize that chariot, chariots and horses are just garbage. They're just poop emojis. <laughs> chariots and horses didn't do very well crossing the Red Sea. No, no. So you need to re- reorient your focus on yeah. Yeah. On who holds all this stuff together. Yep. Great answer. That's what I was getting at. Because, yeah, I mean, the reality is that for everybody who, and we're picking on social media a little bit just because it's so blatant and angry all the time right now. But for every hateful opinion that you see on social media, I think you're absolutely right in that it all goes back to us thinking that our lives need to be orchestrated by whoever our governmental leaders are, and we put all our hope and trust in them. While I think you're absolutely right in the fact that maybe the Lord is setting up uh, the Lord is setting up these leaders who are not necessarily leading in a ethical, moral, godly way, right. maybe that's in order to point us to the fact that, hey, <laughs> we need Jesus. So, yeah, go ahead. I got to go. But, um, I mean, and that's that's not a new idea, too. I mean, you see that all through. Go read the Old Testament and look at Israel's redemptive history over and over again, especially in Judges. Oh, God, we want to judge. We want to judge. Okay, here's a judge. God, we don't want to judge anymore. We don't want that. And so, you know, like, it's we always want and want and want and want. We want a king. We want a king. Oh, we don't want this king anymore. And so it's just... Just go yep. read the Old Testament. Yep. This is true. not a new idea. That's true. And don't tie America into Israel and the Old Testament. That's not what it's talking about in Revelation. Tyler out. <laughs> oh, goodness. Could not agree more. And I will say this. Tim and Tyler can get into some deep theological stuff because they've gone to seminary and I haven't. So I get to go with the more surface-level, practical, uh, 22-year-old side of things. You hear the saying, the grass is always greener on the other side. And I feel like a lot of people fall into, like what you're talking about there is, well, it's got to be better if it changes. It's got to be better if it changes. Change, change, change. Well, I I heard a pastor one time say, no, the grass is greener when you water it. So your faith is going to be stronger. Your hope in a future is going to be stronger when you're watering it, when you are giving food to your soul. Um, and so that's kind of the way I've been looking at this whole political season is no matter which way it turns out, um, red, blue, green, whoever wins, it doesn't matter. Um, I know that I'm going to have to water, um, my spiritual soul no matter what, because we are still 
sinners in need of a Savior. And so how do you, let's take that analogy out a little bit. You only get green grass when you water it. So in thinking about this from a political standpoint, thinking about our political situation right now, I would say we would equate that more to the landscape of a California mountainside that's just been roasted by 14 wildfires. I mean, that's kind of where we're at right now, as opposed to the luscious, green, well-watered grass that we all would like. So how, though, do you take the charred countryside and make it green again? For us, what do we do on a practical level that can help contribute to what is currently dead and unappealing and someplace we never want to find ourselves and make it into some place that is desirable, helpful, beneficial, all those things? I think y'all pointed it out earlier, and that's just praying for our leaders and just um, you know saying, hey, God, we understand that you've orchestrated this, um, but now we really want you to be first and foremost, and we want you to get the glory from all this. Yeah, um, that's what I would say. Yep, I really got to go after this. I was supposed to leave. I think it it starts with recognizing your idols. So if it's an idol, put your idol to death. Whatever that idol is, if it's politics, destroy it. I mean, that's with anything, though. You know, if if pornography's draining your soul, smash your flipping computer. You know, Jesus is pretty clear. You know, I'd it'd rather be better to cut off your hand than you know for your whole body to be thrown into torment you know so why and that can be tied into any any idol you know any sin that drains your it's specifically there it's talking about lust but i think it's pretty applicable with with any sin you struggle with so yep all right i'm out later you know the beauty of it though is the charred landscape that has been roasted by forest fires for the past six months is that dead and gone forever nope no um, you hear many times that you know it takes burning and dying and those things to make stuff grow even better than they did before. You know that's why if you're wanting a, I used to work out at this farm, and every single year they had a like a pine forest, you know forest of pine trees. They would burn the forest every single year to get rid of all the underbrush and all the just the, you know, the weeds, the briars, the poison ivy, all that stuff that was, you know, kind of taking over the the pine forest, they'd burn it all out. And then things would be able to grow back healthier and and that kind of thing. So, you know, I think even in this world of angry and hateful politics, one, I think we need to realize that it is not hopeless. You hear time and again that, hey, this is the election, that if you don't vote right, the world is over. That's not true. They've been saying that for years, ever since I've been alive. Pretty much every election, some they've said that, right? This is the defining election of our generation. I, I mean, yeah, it's a part of it, but it's not going to be what dooms the American way of life for all of eternity. The American way of life for all of eternity may be going downhill, but it's not because of any one person or any one election. That's just not the case. That's not biblical at all. Yep. So um, there, there is hope, but the only way that that can happen is if those who follow Jesus, instead of sharing the angry, hateful words, thoughts, opinions, instead we are praying for our leaders, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
just praying for your leaders and i know we might be beating a dead horse right here but store up your treasures in heaven um do not store them up on earth where moth and rust decay and if you're putting your hope in your political leaders they're gonna let you down i saw this on facebook this morning somebody made the comment says there is no way to be a christian and still support your current president that is the most non-biblical statement you could make because yep. that is in direct opposition to a multitude of verses throughout scripture not the least of which romans 13 uh first peter talks about it i believe first or second peter one of the two talks about it you may not agree with what your leaders do that's fine. They may be doing the wrong things. We're not supposed to agree with that. But we have a responsibility to recognize that they have been ordained by God for some reason. Whatever that reason is, we may not know. But we do know, uh, as we've talked about, the ultimate thing that we can take away from this is bad leaders should point us to Jesus because... We know that Jesus is the only good leader who will never let us down and will never fail in his leadership. So, uh, if you are prone to talk trash about your current leaders, I would encourage and implore you to not do that. If this season is one where you are prone to just copy and paste the most recent political opinions of your friends and the media... Please don't do that. If you're going to be a follower of Jesus, pray for your leaders. Vote for who you think is best if you're old enough. But, I mean, that's we can't be those people. If we're going to follow Jesus, we can't be those people that do nothing but trash our leaders. We just can't do it. So, that's what I'm leaving us with. When we do this again, we'll be closer to the election. We'll probably talk about this some more. Close us out, Colin. It's the Colin hosting the Guinness World Record. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, didn't come prepared since Tyler, you know, planned this thing totally out of the blue. So uh, this Guinness World Record really is, we're just going to stay connected to politics here. Why not, you know? Tyler actually pointed this out. Look at him doing all this work. The oldest living president, so the president to live the longest in history, is actually still living. And it's his birthday. So, Mr. Jimmy Carter. Today's his birthday? Yeah, I think so. Happy birthday. Yep. Today's his birthday. He turns 96 today. So, So have you seen those uh, uh, six degrees of separation? Negative. You haven't. All right, so basically what that says is that every person is connected to every other person by only six degrees of separation. So, like, for instance, I know you personally. Well, you know somebody else personally. That person then has their group of people that they know personally. And so all you have to do is go six people down that little rabbit trail to get to anybody else. So what that means is we are six degrees away or less from Jimmy Carter himself. There you go. So what I'm suggesting to those who are listening to this right now, you also are six degrees away. Uh, Talk to all your people and then get them to talk to their people. And maybe we can get this back to Jimmy Carter. And uh, so the Fluent Grace podcast is wishing him happy birthday. There you go. Happy birthday, Mr. President. (laughs)
That's right. There you go. Are we done? I think that's all I got. Have we done everything? I think so. We haven't uh, done know, this in so long. Yeah, I know. You know we're probably not going to do this for another four months. So, <laughs> we'll I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're doing this again. Um, yep. Uh, thanks for joining us. We appreciate you guys sticking with us even when we do not get in here and record and publish stuff. Uh, we do have a lot of fun with it, and we are able to do it because y'all listen to it. So thank you for that. We appreciate you. Uh, as we have said, go check out our social medias, uh, Facebook and Instagram, Fluent Grace Podcast. If you have something you want us to talk about, uh, fluentgracepodcast at gmail.com. And then also, if you're listening to this, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, whatever it is, be sure you like the podcast, subscribe to it, leave us a comment or review, thumbs up, whatever you do. Uh, just let us know that you're listening, and that will allow us to be able to do this longer and talk to more people. That's it. Gooses. We out. <laughs>